everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of Reapers Creepers. I'm yeah, I'm Tanner. I'm Amanda. So what's what's spooking? What's spooking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh this episode we really just wanna get a feel for we want you guys to get a feel for us and uh what we're trying to accomplish. And what else we want to talk about and uh you know, it's a broad umbrella. We've got lots of topics under that umbrella. Well, and there, there's lots of other podcasts out there that hit the same sort of, you know, the spooky topics or whatever. And we're trying to be different. Yeah, we want to, like, you know, there's always the, the true crime podcasts that, of course, everybody loves a true crime podcast. But we want all of the spooky things. We like all things spooky here, and, and we're pretty light to it. we're pretty lighthearted about it too. Yeah, yeah, we like to joke around. Let's kind of sum up what we're going to cover history of our show as we keep going forward. Uh, we kind of wrote down what we want to accomplish into some categories. Let's get into that a little bit. Probably my favorite our topics would be folklore. Under that folklore topic, we want to cover urban legends and fairy tales, cryptids, ghost stories. All that fun stuff. Um, so you said it's your favorite topic. Mm-hmm. So what what draws you to the folklore aspect of the world of spooky things? Um, I think it's the story. I I like stories, and all of those have a story connected to it. I like the meat of it. Um, I like to know things and know how they work and why they work. See, I'm I'm a huge history person. Folklore is it's derived from cultures, and that just the people and the cultures associated with this stuff is so interesting to me. It, it, it's important to me, but I think it's important should be important to everybody because it's part of our our ancestries, our history. Um, you should know where you come from, and this is how they explain things before we knew what we're causing stuff. You know, and this is how you teach your kids not to go to the woods at night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been telling the same stories for ages, so something must work. We also want to kind of get into, like, dark histories. Like I said, I'm a huge history buff, so we want to tell ghost stories, haunted houses, weird occurrences and histories, uh, maybe the occasional conspiracy theories. We'll, we'll dabble on that just a little bit. True crime, to extent, we don't want to beat a dead horse. There's already a ton of true crime podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them, there's not anything particularly supernatural about them. If there is something supernatural or... Uh, odd about the case we definitely want to research into that a little bit another thing that we really want to pay homage to is you know pop culture we have a ton of great and not so great horror movies books comics uh, haunted attractions all of that stuff pop culture just derives from an appreciation the folklores and the dark histories that we just mentioned yeah and you know Pop culture is such a big thing now. I mean, you can think the Avengers for that. Horror movie aspect of it is just another branch of that that has its own following. But with the success of any sort of niche you know, group in the mainstream, it's going to attract attention to the other groups too. Because I, there's horror stuff out of Comic-Con. So mm-hmm. the more popular comics are, the more followers horror make also and also there's some really good horror comics out there yeah well and we just went to our very first ever horror convention together 
Um, and that was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. There was so many people there, and just like what you would see at a comic convention. I, yeah, I wasn't sure what horror. to expect. I'd never been to horror. I've been to plenty of comic cons and mm-hmm. big ones, mm-hmm. so I, I knew what to expect there. I wasn't sure what to expect going into horror con. I was afraid it was going to be teeny tiny, it was tiny, and just like nothing really. But I mean, it was it was still small compared to but. Almost any show is going to be small when the last one you went to was Megacon. Well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> gosh, Megacon is massive. Yeah. And uh, this horror convention, it was in Oklahoma City. How big do you think it was? There was probably, what, maybe 50 vendors or so? Yeah. And then maybe yeah. 10, 10 celebrities? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, one of the celebrities that we got to meet this weekend at that horror convention was John Kaser. Maybe mispronouncing that last name. Cryptkeeper. Um, but yeah, the Cryptkeeper. And let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it is wild to hear the real Cryptkeeper do the real Cryptkeeper laugh in person. Ah, and Tales from the Crypt is like my favorite. Yeah, I lo- love it, and I hope that that same sort of attitude or like feel comes through this podcast of just the Cryptkeeper. Just a good classic. Just little puns. Yeah. Oh, we love the puns. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also got to meet Robert Mukes. Um, he was in House of a Thousand Corpses and um, Westworld. Super nice. He was so he nice. Was very tall. He was so tall. <laughs> I have a picture tall. next to him, and um, his hand is just around my shoulder, um, but his hand is almost as big as my entire upper arm. Like, and I'm five two. He's six ten. He was massive. So nice. So uh, we kind of talked about, you know, uh, a little bit of what drew you to folklore and stuff, but like, when did you really get drawn to horror and paranormal and anything like that? Um, I have always been around things supernatural. There's always been things that have happened around me, things that go bump in the night. Um, I... I'd asked my parents the other day when they first noticed me and how I react to the macabre. Um, And my mom said that I I had a friend at our very first house whenever I was a baby. And it was just an energy, but I called her Thumbelina. And um, we were moving out of that house. And I was really sad that we were leaving Thumbelina behind. And I guess it just kind of grew from there. Yeah, I've always been a nerd, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a slippery slope. Once you're to me, for me, it started with fantasy. My first like mega interest in anything was Lord of the Rings. Uh, you know, I've been a super fan of that ever since. And one thing leads to another. Fantasy leads to sci-fi. Sci-fi leads to cheesy sci-fi. Cheesy sci-fi leads to cheesy horror movies. Yeah. When do you feel like? that transition happened for you from whenever it was just a just an innocent story and it kind of matures into something a little bit more dark and creepy and like all of a sudden you're a horror fan for me it's hard to say i don't actually like to it's been <laughs> i'm aware of that one yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really just an interest in the bad guys because mm. i mean the brain wraiths were so scary as a 10 year old boy and you have this faceless wraith in armor and black robes, you know. But you don't like to be scared? 
but that terrifying image is your favorite thing. <laughs> but it, it was scary, but at the same time, it was badass. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I, I can understand that little adrenaline rush there. But as, as far as getting into like actual horror, not just bad guys from other genres, it was as I started to develop a liking of bad movies. Oh, yes. The I, I love B movies. I love getting in a group of people and just laughing at how awful this movie is. <laughs> and those movies are plentiful in the horror genre. See, and I find that, you know, I'm watching a, a good scary movie and <laughs> and it's real and it is scary and it's not a B movie, but I find myself laughing at it because I just scared the crap out of everybody around, but you kind of know it's coming. So it's more <laughs> laughing at everybody else that just got scared. It's my favorite. You know, I even looked up earlier, why do we love horror? I, I think that's an interesting question. Well, like as, a, as a society? Yeah. Yeah, just a general broad term. Why? I mean, because we were at that horror convention and there was a ton of people there. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're there and you're into it, those are your people. So yeah. what, what draws all of us to it? And I, just from a quick little Google search... The easy answer is to experience stimulation. It's an adrenaline rush. It's an adrenaline rush, um, but also it can it can boost your immune system um, <laughs> when your body jolts <laughs> from a scary scene. It's oh, real. It's okay. real. Um, <laughs> you jump, and then your brain returns your body to a calm state, and it releases dopamine and serotonin. Okay. Just your brain like, just trying to make sure you're alive. Yeah, just your brain trying it's to make fine. sure you're alive. That's it. Everything's fine. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely see that in modern times. Uh, and so I think the the purpose of or changes depending on the overall like safeness and comfort level of society. Because mm. you know, like in modern times, we don't have to worry about what's in the woods mm-hmm. so much anymore. But you go back a couple hundred years. People were telling these stories as honeymoon warnings. Yeah, productive stories. And I also think there's a lot of truth to some of this stuff, too. I'm definitely not a skeptic. Mm-hmm. There, there are some things, I mean, I try to be ob- objective as possible, whatever evidence we have available. You know, I think there's a lot of truth to a lot of the stories out there. Well, and it's really interesting how, I mean, how many cultures are there in the world and almost every culture has these has similar stories. Like some follow, sort of vampire or something. Yeah, you know. they all follow a, a sort of guidelines. You know, I, I don't. I think there are coincidences, but sometimes a coincidence isn't actually a coincidence. You know. Oh yeah, I'm a big big believer in signs for sure. We want to get into the habit of telling ghost stories every episode. Mm-hmm. You know, we're probably gonna kick them off with them. But since this was an intro, we kind of we wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit first yeah. and get a feel for the show. But the, this ghost story is a very personal one. <laughs> very personal, as in um, Tana got scared about the duration <laughs> of it. <laughs> we met, we started dating in January of 2014. My birthday's in February, so in February I got my first apartment. I was 19. And um, in March of that same year, Tanner proposed. And um, I said yes. And we started planning everything right away. We were going to get married in August that year. Pretty quick, 
Um, we are celebrating our eight years together this year, and it has been fantastic. So this start, story started in 2014. We were living in this tiny apartment, and we had my dog Gatorade. One night we were all laying in bed, and we were just talking before going to sleep. And uh, all of a sudden, mid-sentence, our bedroom door opened right before us. Um, it freaked Gatorade out, of course, and Tanner got up to make sure that nobody was there, nobody was in the apartment. We came back to bed, a little on edge, of course. Uh, door closed. Basically start the scene over again. We're just laying there talking about how weird that was. And uh, <laughs> then the door opened again. And uh, needless to say, we slept with the light on that night. <laughs> that was weird. And, and like I mentioned, um, I've been around supernatural stuff my entire life. Like, I don't remember life without supernatural. Well, and I never had. This was my first experience. Now, yeah. I was not a skeptic beforehand. Right. Just I just hadn't, hadn't had a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I remember... I know a lot more happened. You probably spent more time in the apartment than I did. I was working mm-hmm. at a comic book store, and we were open late so that the Magic players could play. And so mm-hmm. I was usually up there at least until eight or nine, if not midnight. Usually it was midnight. It was hard to get those Magic players in there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I was I was at the apartment by myself at night a lot. I mean, during the day, there was definitely a, a heavy feeling. But during this time, I don't remember spending that much time in the apartment. Yeah. I was either at school or at work. Yeah, well, and things are a little bit creepier at night, too. A bit creepier at night. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, over the next couple of weeks, we had smaller, similar occurrences. Um, you know, just the typical things going missing. I remember the window in the bedroom looked out over the patio, and we started... I don't like sleeping with the light on. I, the darker it is, the better I sleep. Mm-hmm. But we started sleeping with the patio light on and letting it shine oh, through the window. You remember that? I had forgotten that. That's right. <laughs> well, and it, it mostly just felt heavy. There just was this heavy feeling in the apartment all of a sudden. And it it grew fast. It grew rapidly. One night, I, I went to go turn the thermostat down. The thermostat <laughs> was across the hall from the bedroom door. <laughs> Like, I didn't even leave the bedroom. I just leaned out there. And I, I was standing right behind you. Um, and I, <laughs> I wore glasses, and I did not have my glasses on, so I was really close because I'm just super blind. Blind as bad. And I was making sure he was turning down low enough, and uh, you turned around all of a I'm sudden. I'm pretty sure I jumped six feet straight in there. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was so funny. Like I mentioned, I think it's hilarious whenever people get scared. <laughs> It's a problem. I don't know what's wrong with me. Wow. Wow. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it scared the crap out of Tanner. And just he was worked up for a minute over that one. And we were just trying to figure out what was causing it. It came out of nowhere. Like, Mm -hmm. um, the previous months had been perfectly fine. Yeah, nothing. I mean, and, and it was kind of a darker apartment because... We were in the middle of the complex. We were on the inside. We basically, yeah, we, we were on the bottom floor. The only windows we had were in the back or in the bedroom. One faced out, and that other one faced the patio, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it, it was kind of dark. French but, doors, but yeah, but still it, it faced inside the complex. It definitely felt different. But we were trying to figure out what could have been causing it. And we had named off several different items that could have been the possibility. But the one I remember the most was, uh, do you remember those Tibetan prayer flags mm -hmm. that your mom got us from World Market? Mm -hmm. And they were super cool. And we had them hanging on our patio. <laughs> but I got paranoid. And I was like, man, those are in a different language. Maybe we don't know what they're saying. What does this say? <laughs> like, are we summoning a demon or something? What's happening? <laughs> we we took those suckers down so fast, just, just in case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I remember um, the last night that I had something happen to me, Tanner was working late, like we had mentioned. And uh, I was going to go out to a local poetry slash coffee shop with some friends and... I jumped in the shower. I had Gatorade and Loki in the bathroom with me because it, it was creepy in there. And I, I just remember it feeling heavy whenever I was taking a shower. And I got out and was getting dressed. And it just felt like somebody was standing on the other side of the door. I just, I knew that there was somebody on the other side of that door. And I finally worked up the courage to open the door. And directly across from the bathroom door was a closet. And it was just a small little closet that we just had crap in. Well, that door was standing wide open. Freaked me out. Let's see, when you told me, that's when it finally clicked. <laughs> well, and so I, well, I was getting ready and I was done. And I, I just got my makeup and I finished getting ready in the truck. And I made sure that I stayed out until I knew that Tanner was off work. And the next day, the very next day, Tanner picked me up from work and we were going to go to lunch. And he said, I know what it is. And as I was climbing into your trailblazer, you held up this book. And it, it was a used book. We bought it in a used bookstore in Trinidad while we were visiting my brother a month prior. He was going to college there at the time. We had gone on a haunted ghost tour while we were there too and they told us which know, we had gone on the ghost tour after we had been to yes. the bookstore already yes and it was it was just like a spooky boardwalk and it was super cool it turns out this bookstore used to be a speakeasy and gangster bar yeah and um the used book that tanner was holding up that he just knew was the cause of all of our problems was a book about lizzie borden when you told me that that closet door was open, that's when it clicked. Because I was trying to think of what changed. Because that month prior to that trip, everything was fine. Yeah, everything was uh, so fine. And I was like, "What is what is different?" And I remembered, oh, all the suit, everything we brought back from that trip got put in that closet and just forgot about. Yeah, and I mean, as soon as he said that it was that book, it was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's exactly what the problem is. Is it's that book." I just remember getting home that evening after work, after you had cracked the code. And, you know, I sat down on the bed for two seconds and I fell asleep so hard. And it just, it felt like all of that heavy energy was gone mm -hmm. and I could just breathe. And I just, I passed out. And I remember telling you about that. And you're like, man, I did the same thing after lunch too. And we just, we didn't even realize it had been that heavy. And we didn't know what to do with the book, but we knew that we did not want it in the apartment. And so it, it hung out in my car well, for a while. We contacted the Paranormal Society in mm -hmm. Trinidad and asked if they wanted it. And they're like, 
no, but we'll teach you how to exercise it. And you're yeah. like, uh, no thanks. And I didn't know that much about cleansing or anything at the time. And we were so afraid we would piss this thing off and it would come back with a vengeance. And we just didn't know. Right, we're like, we'd never throw it away because in the horror movies, you throw it away and it always ends up back. You know? <laughs> right, right. You don't want to burn it. You don't want to drown it. Like, so we took it and donated it to the library. Yeah, we, we uh, <laughs> didn't know what else to do. So we left it on the bench outside and it was after hours yeah i was gonna put it in the book return but the the branch we went to didn't have an outdoor book return yeah we just left it outside and hoped that it disappeared in the wind uh, but i remember driving away and it i felt this heavy pull in my chest and like my chest hurt but the further that we got away from it the better it felt mm-hmm that was Tanner's first paranormal experience, mm-hmm. and it was a doozy, and it was a not just a one-and-done thing. It was stretched out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Once you solve the puzzle, though, like, everything's okay, you know? Until it's not. You get then, bigger and badder stories. <laughs> then it's, then it's, that's a whole new puzzle. That's just starting from the beginning. <laughs> Round two. Fight. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah, I think that's the, we're about out of time. You're the one that set all this stuff up. Where can where can people find us? Um, as of right now, we have got social medias on Facebook and Instagram, and we're gonna try out TikTok. We'll see, we'll see what we can do. Maybe we'll get clips of uh, juicy parts of our podcasts here and there, and maybe I can talk you into doing a good old TikTok challenge dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just gonna say it like Tina. Uh, you kind of dance like Tina. Uh, my hips don't move like that. Your hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks. Be sure uh, to join us next time. You all keep reaping, we'll keep creeping. <laughs>